Welcome back to Hot Takes here on this Wednesday evening. I'm David Smith. Alongside me is Cody Blazak. We're not going to have an episode Friday evening, so we're going to go ahead and we're going to recap Monday night's game, preview Thursday night, and go ahead and dive in into the weekend full of football. We've also got the NL wildcard game tonight that we'll touch on some. But first, we also had the AL wild card game last that night. That was that was crazy, and I'd I'd like to. We'll go ahead and recap that first. Actually, we'll start with that. And my Red Sox, they they pulled through. We we heard it. You heard us on Monday. I thought the Red Sox would come through. They did come through. That's that's a very very stacked Yankees team to no longer be playing baseball this season. Yeah, to to knock Garrett Cole out in the third inning, and he's making three hundred and something odd million dollars for a nine year contract. Um, props to the Red Sox. Uh, obviously, this Red Sox is a very good team. Obviously, the Yankees is a very good team. I don't think... I, I didn't think at least we were going to see them play in a wild card game come the end of the season. Yeah, props to the Rays for taking that division as well. Well, they're going to do what they did last year. I mean, this Rays team is good, but they can't... They're not going to be able to last a seven-game series with anyone. I don't think they will, at least. Um... But yeah, I mean, all all credit to Boston. That early home run, and I believe it was the bottom of the first inning. Um, yeah, two run shot, got yeah. him up early. Yeah, I mean, I, well, it could have been a whole different ball game if that ball would have been out for uh, Stanton in the first inning as well. So that's a green monster. It's got that effect on you. It's 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 crazy. It's the best ballpark in all of all of baseball, at least in my eyes. Maybe yeah, that in all or Wrigley. Yeah, um, it's, it's it's a crazy place to go watch a game but all 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 credit to them i'm not i'm honestly not the biggest baseball fan in the world but when it comes to mlb playoffs it's the world series is fun to watch it is absolutely it is some fun baseball that and of course the 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 college the college world series is also so fun to watch those two right there about when when baseball hits its peak um, but I mean, let's go ahead and look ahead to tonight's game. We've got the Dodgers facing off against the Red Hot Cardinals. The Dodgers have looked really, really good this year. Yeah, they have looked good. Um, but this, the Dodgers the, is one of those teams where they're not a wild card team, but the way their division shaped up, they ended up being a wild card team. Who was above them? The Giants, the, the I think Giants. it was. The Giants, the best record and, and in it's, baseball. And it's a one. It's a one game. They're behind by one game so it's i mean if they would have been in any other division they're not in a wild card race so it's one of those things where you're looking at the second what you could call the second best team in baseball playing a team that just barely squeaked in to the playoffs and which which this team that barely squeaked in they're on fire they are on fire believe it or not i might be i you and I talked about this before we came on air. Me and David have a little off session talking about games and everything. We do this every day, it feels like. And then we come on air and we do this. And we talked about the Cardinals and the Dodgers. And I'm, I might have to go with the Cardinals. I, the, I, that Dodgers team is a good team. Look, my, my brain says take the Dodgers just because of how, how good they are, how dominant they've proven they can be. But with how hot the St. Louis team is, it's hard not to like them. It's hard not to want them to win a game like this. Because this is a team, with as hot as they are, they could make a deep run in the postseason. Yeah, I think both of these teams can make a deep run. Um, they're pitching, obviously Scherzer's pitching for the Dodgers tonight. Wainwright's pitching for the Cardinals. Both 
experienced pitchers. Both have been here before. It'll be fun to watch them. Obviously, the hitting on both ends is incredible to watch. Nolan Arendo, uh, Max Muncy, Paul Goldschmidt, they're all Justin Turner. They're all fun to watch. I mean, it's going to be – I would assume it's going to be a game like last night. Last, last night was one of those games where it's like Boston has control of it, but in the back of your head, like New York definitely has the skill to make this interesting. Yeah, this this could I I'm obviously two aces on the mound in Scherzer and Wainwright, but I think that this could end up being a high scoring affair. It would honestly surprise me if I don't see both both teams get at least four runs, probably over under seven and a half. Yeah, I mean I I I, I think the over on that one looks pretty good, um, but I mean that's that's set there because of how good these two pitchers are, and it could be a pitcher's duel. I mean the last time that Wainwright faced off against the Dodgers, CP pitched just over eight innings. He allowed four runs, but he did pitch over a little over eight innings, and the Cardinals did take that game the last time the Wainwright started against them. But that's going to be a fun one to watch. I think I'm going to side with the Cardinals as well um, just because I want to see them win. I yeah. just, I really do. It's It would be fun to see them win and move on because, I mean, they had, what, less than a 1% chance to make the playoffs like a month and a half ago, and then they won 18 straight games. I mean, it was insane watching them do what they did. And so I'd love to see this Cinderella type story keep going. Yep, it'll it'll be uh, it'll be a good. I I think it's going to be a good game tonight. I think. I hope the Cardinals come out on top. That would be. It'd be so. It'll be a heck of a story. Absolutely. They had this be. run. I know. Was it the Blues that had this run? It was either the St. Louis Blues or the Cardinals a couple years back that did something very similar to this. I think it was. In 2018, when the Blues won the Stanley Cup, actually, they were mid-season. They had under a percent chance to win, and they went on a crazy run to end the season and ended up winning the Stanley Cup. So who does, who's to say the Cardinals can't do the same thing now? So hey, when you're when you live in St. Louis for an X amount of time, you become a die-hard St. Louis fan for whatever sport it is. So I know those fans are going to be going crazy in St. Louis. Yeah, I, I I think that this this could be a great one to watch, and I'm sure hoping it will be. And speaking of one that was fun to watch, transitioning to the NFL, Monday night's game, it looked like the Raiders forgot they needed to play in the first half in order to compete in a ball game. Chargers got up, what, 21-0 at halftime. Austin Eckler had a crazy great performance. Justin Herbert looked fantastic. And the Raiders tried to cl- crawl back in this game later on in the second half, could not do so. The Chargers walked out on top. And the Chargers now lead the division out there in the AFC West. But the Chargers look good in that game. Yeah, I think we knew coming into the season the Chargers were going to be a good team. It was more or less what, how is Justin Herbert going to play in his second season? Obviously, we saw what he could do in his first season. He's a little more mature, has some experience under his belt. Uh, I think we thought this Charger team was going to be a good team. Whether they be a playoff team or not was yet to be decided. As as of now, I feel like this Charger team is going to be a playoff team. I think they could make a run. They obviously have some tough opponents, then not so some not so tough opponents. Their schedule isn't the most challenging either. Teams that are over five hundred that they play right now in the season, they have the Browns, the Ravens. The Broncos, the Bengals, which I wouldn't even consider them over 500 teams because of who they've played so far. 
the Chiefs, who are 500, and that's it. And then they have to play the Raiders and the Broncos one more time. So they don't have the most difficult, challenging schedule in the NFL. They should very I mean, they should finish the season 10 and 7 at minimum. So do you think they can, they can take this division from Kansas City? Obviously there's a three-way tie at 3 and 1 right there. The Chiefs are alone in last place in this division, but they're still the Kansas City Chiefs. Do you think that the Chargers or even the Raiders or the Broncos could take this division away from Kansas City? I think I think the Chargers are going to split the series with Vegas. I think they'll lose the next time they play Vegas. I think they're going to sweep Denver. They've already played Kansas City, and I believe they lost, right? I'm almost positive they already played. We're talking about, the, yeah, the Chargers. The Chargers have already played Kansas City. They lost, to, or they defeated they, they Kansas, Kansas City 30-24. Yeah. So I'll say they split with Kansas City. Kansas City beats them later on in the season. So you go... Four and two in divisional play. I mean, you see the rest of that schedule. It's nothing special. I wouldn't be surprised if they took it, but I think if I think Kansas City is also Kansas City. I mean, they're going to flip a switch whether it's this week or next week, and that it's going to be the Kansas City from the past two years where everybody's like, "This team is ridiculous. It's not fair. We can't, nobody's going to beat them." Yeah, this Kansas City team, I mean, they, they, they look like they flipped the switch this past weekend. They finally got – it had been a quiet year so far for Tariq Hill. He came out 11 receptions, 186 yards, and three touchdowns. We've been waiting on a game like that for him. Mahomes threw five TDs, and they set up a matchup with, with what some people are calling the best team in the AFC right now, the Buffalo Bills on Sunday Night Football, coming up this weekend. We'll dive into that preview a little later on, but let's talk about Thursday night's game first. Thursday night, we will have the Rams and the Seahawks in an NFC West battle. That will be a fun one to watch. The Rams took their first first loss of the year to the Cardinals. This could be the best Thursday night game of the year so far. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, obviously, I'm incredibly crazy about the Rams this year on the pure fact of Matt Stafford. I think Seattle... Seattle is always, or not, I don't want to say always, but while Russell Wilson is playing with them and he's got the assets he needs as like DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett at the second, they're going to be a very high-powered offense. They have been since he started with them, and they're going to continue to be. Russell Wilson is one of the top quarterbacks in the league. The thing is, they always have those couple off games, whether the offense can't perform or the defense just lacks, that ends up killing them at the end of the season where they drop a spot in the playoffs or it drops them out of the playoffs. So I'm not – this is one of those teams that are – I think the Rams are going to be a playoff team. I mean, whether they're a top seed or they're a wild card, I think they're getting in. I think Matt Stafford is on a mission this year. New team, new organization. I think it's going to be a good matchup. Something that I have actually never seen in my life until today. That little ESPN index thing they use for the matchup predictor, I've never seen a dead split even tie. 49.8% per the both teams, and there's a 0.4% chance of a tie. Kind of, kind of. I know that thing's not the most accurate, and it takes into account a lot of other... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? A lot of other factors... But, I mean, that kind of tells you how good of a matchup this game is. Yeah, the Rams sitting at a two-and-a-half-point favorite on the road 
which means if this game was being played in LA, they'd be about a touchdown favorite. Um, we also they also if DK Metcalf doesn't play either, that's a huge boost for the Rams. Oh, it is. I think that DK is gonna is gonna end up suiting up. I think he will them, too. He is questionable at the moment. Yeah, Chris Carson's a bigger question mark. He didn't practice yesterday, and there's no telling if what we haven't gotten the practice update for today yet or not. Obviously, out west, we'll get that information later. But I think right now, if I had to, if I had to pick on this game, I would take the Rams to win it. But I, I think I really do think Seattle has a good shot to take this one. Yeah, I do too. Seattle's I feel like Seattle's one of those teams that you can't count out of a game a- like this. Game yeah. Ever, I yeah. mean there are a couple teams you can say that about, and I think Seattle is one of those teams. Yeah, I mean it's 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 gonna be a fun one to watch. We're gonna roll over to college on Saturday before we dive into your Sunday NFL games. Oklahoma and Texas, eleven AM. That's going to be a fun one to watch. Oklahoma, three-and-a-half-point favorite right now. ESPN's FPI gives Oklahoma a 56.9% chance to win the game. I like Oklahoma in this game. We're, neither of us are big on Oklahoma this year. I'm not big on Texas I'm either, not, though. I'm not big on Texas either. My issue is, or my specific issue with Oklahoma is they cannot win a game convincingly whatsoever. Period. They they can't. They have not won a game convincingly this year. I, I take that back. They've won one game convincingly. Otherwise, they've got one, two, three. They have four games that they've won by seven or less points. To Tulane, Nebraska, West Virginia, and Kansas State. The only team that they beat convincingly was Western Carolina, and rightfully so, they should have. Otherwise, they don't. I don't. I'm. They're not that good. Texas, on the other hand, and I know they haven't played a bunch of great teams. They beat Louisiana by more than seven points. They got brutally beaten up by Arkansas, who now I really don't know. I assume they're a pretty decent team, but just Georgia is so much different than any college football team this year. is that better. We talked about that on Monday, how good Georgia and Alabama both are this year. But, yeah, keep going. Dominated Rice, dominated Texas Tech, and – they only beat TCU by five points, but it's one of those te- or one of those games where both teams are just they're supposed to be good, and they hype all the players up and how they're how well they're supposed to do, and then they just aren't that good. I also don't think Spencer Rattler is all that, so I'm just I don't I don't have any confidence in this Oklahoma team or Spencer Rattler. I mean, I don't think there's any that they haven't given us a reason to be confident in them. I mean, they started off the season at number two. I, I don't even they, think they should be in the top ten anymore. Well, I mean, when you're when you're when you're still undefeated right now, until they once they drop yeah, a game, they're gonna they're gonna tank. When you're when you're winning games against nobody by seven or less points, I, I don't even want to say nobody's, but teams that aren't great at college football. I, would you? I would take. O- or Ohio State over Oklahoma. I, I would mean, take I mean, Oregon over Ohio St- or over Oklahoma. I'm not crazy about either of those two. Teams. I'm not crazy about them, but I would still take them over Oklahoma. I don't know about BYU and I don't know about Michigan, but I like Michigan a lot this year. Actually, Michigan looks really Michigan does look good this year. Michigan, I like Oregon yeah. this year too. I mean, I think that this this Oklahoma team. We're not the only ones talking about Oklahoma like this. There's a lot of people out there thinking of Oklahoma like this. I think that Oklahoma's going to hear that 
and they're at least going to try to put on a show with the best they can. I mean, like this is this is your game right here. You, like, this you, is it. You could say that to Texas too, because they've been talking about that for the past seven years. Yeah, I mean, nobody, everyone's used to that from Texas. Oklahoma's a a perennial college football playoff contender. I mean, like it's just they're they're overrated. They need the talk needs to stop being about them. They're going to blow some game this year. They will. And Absolutely. if they don't, and I, I'll make this simple, if they don't, when they get in to the college playoffs at the fourth seed and they play Alabama or Georgia, they're going to look like a Division three team that doesn't know what they're doing out on that football field. I think the majority of teams in that four spot would as well. But I, I like Oklahoma to take this game here against Texas. Cody, I think you've got Texas. I, I do have Texas in this one. I just... I don't have confidence in Texas or Oklahoma, but I really just don't trust Oklahoma. Yeah. Spencer Rattler has that one game where he's going to throw a million picks. I'm hoping it's this week. <laughs> Moving on to another showdown between two teams who got brutally beaten last weekend, also an 11 a.m. game. However, these two teams are very good. Arkansas and Ole Miss playing each other in Oxford this weekend, also at 11 a.m., I like Ole Miss. Yeah, I like Ole Miss too. Um, I don't know who took the beating worse though because I know Arkansas got shut out and Ole Miss ended up scoring 21 points in the end of the third quarter going into the fourth quarter. But Bama also didn't play Bama football to end that game. Nick Saban came out and about lost his head with all of that. So I, I'm not really sure who took the beating worse. So I'm not sure who's going to come out on top. I want Arkansas to come on out on top. I'm not sure they will. I think uh, Matt Corral will get back to being Matt Corral. Still doesn't have an interception on the season. So I, I either way this game goes, it doesn't surprise me. And like, it wouldn't surprise me if either team won. Yeah, I like Ole Miss just being able to get up and down the field. Arkansas's offense has shown stretches of greatness, but I I think I think Ole Miss is is going to bounce back here a lot better than Arkansas will. I think Arkansas has had their fun at the top. Now they got throttled by Georgia and they got beaten a lot worse than Ole Miss did. Don't get me wrong; I mean, Ole Miss got dominated. They got a couple late scores, but um i mean the, georgia just just absolutely flattened them like it was not a fun game to watch and i think coming back to oxford now arkansas on the they were on the road last week in athens weren't they and now they're on the road again in oxford and I, I don't i don't like it for this arkansas team i think Ole miss takes care of this one moving on to speaking of georgia in auburn this weekend does auburn stand any kind of a chance georgia 15 and a half point favorite I, th- I think Georgia wins by at least three scores. Georgia by 90. Yeah. I mean, Auburn you're, under, you're should, under the belief. Auburn should be three and two. I, you think Auburn's very overrated. I don't think they're overrated, really. I, th- I, just, I just think that Georgia's team is just that much better than they are. What do you mean? They're, they they, sh- they should have lost to Georgia State, and they should have lost to LSU. They really should be two and three. I, I just... I think this Auburn team is talented. I think they, Bonix looked really, really good last weekend in Death Valley in LSU. He looked good. Bonix looks good when he's about to lose his starting job. I guarantee he's going to slack off again. 
Well, he's still about to lose his starting job. I mean, I think that it's he's still on a tight leash. T.J. Finley was right behind him. T.J. Finley saved the day against Georgia State. I mean, yeah, but then he goes in and Bo Nix defeats LSU on his hand. I mean, I, I'm gonna take Georgia by 24 in this game. I'm gonna take. I hope. I hope they shut Auburn out. I hope they put 70 up against them. I hope. I mm, that this Auburn team isn't good. We've got two more games to cover here on the college slate before we move to the NFL. Penn State and Iowa, the game of the day. Number three versus number four. This pretty much decides the Big Ten in my eyes. I don't want to count Michigan out yet. I'm, I'm not going to count them out. I am going to count out Ohio State. I don't I don't like Ohio State a lot this year. Um, but I think the, the Iowa, I think I think they take care of it. I think Iowa takes care of it here. The Hawkeyes, they're, they're, they look good. They look very much more... In the years past, they've looked nothing but old-fashioned, and now they look old-fashioned with a hint of of modern-day techniques here, and they look really, really good. I like Iowa in this one by 7 or 10. I think Iowa's going to win this game. I'm going to pick Penn State, though, because Iowa always has. The past couple years, they've gotten that one slip-up. I think this is going to be that slip-up. I mean... On on who I think I was gonna win, but for the sake of if we were keeping tallies for picks, I'm picking Penn State. Interest interesting logic there. Um, but I, I it's like <laughs> you you understand what I'm saying though. I I get what you're saying, but I mean if you think I was gonna win the game, then pick Iowa to win the game. Not history doesn't lie. All right. Anyways, moving on to where history does not lie again. <laughs> Alabama's good at football. Uh, why are we even going over this game? It's it's primetime CBS. This is uh, this Alabama is, by thirty five. They're a seventeen and a half point favorite. I got Alabama by forty nine. <laughs> that <laughs> oh my is gosh. just. I mean, this A and M team is not good. We're out of Starkville here at WMSV. Mississippi State th- just 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 beat them last week. I almost said throttle. We didn't throttle them. We don't throttle anyone, but. They, if you get beaten by Mississippi State, you're bad. Mm-hmm. On you know Mississippi State should be five and zero this season, so I will give them a little bit of credit. That's that's. But I'm, I'm not going to disagree with you. So yeah, Bama's gonna Bama's gonna rattle in them, and they're gonna put them at five hundred on the season. That'll be. That, I was gonna say that'll be a fun one to watch, but I honestly don't think it will be. Um, that'll be my bedtime. That'll be yeah. Moving on to the NFL only going to cover this game because it's in london and that's cool to me the jets and the falcons facing off across the water at eight right in early in the morning 8 30 a.m central time i like the falcons to take this one yeah i like the falcons um the jets obviously won last year or not last year last week i still kind of think it's a fluke good job zach wilson got his first nfl win congrats you're gonna play a struggling team uh, I still love the Falcons. I don't think this Jets team is nearly competitive enough. Yeah, I mean, it was good for the Jets to look good last week. Um, getting Jamison Crowder back helped with that win. Um, obviously, the Titans not having A.J. Brown or Julio Jones hurt them, which their status is still questionable this week against Jacksonville. And this and this Tennessee offense looked like they couldn't do much of anything besides just hand the ball to Derrick Henry. And I'm not saying that's a bad game plan, but in the NFL, you got to do a little bit more than that. And Tannehill wasn't really confident who he was throwing to. I, I don't want to put the Titans on upset alert here against the Jaguars because the Jaguars are bad, bad. 
but I think that this could be an ugly game. I, I, I Jacksonville could squeak out of this one. You think Jacksonville's a chance in this one? I don't think they have a chance. I also am not confident in an unhealthy Titans team. And then you also got the incident with Urban Meyer dwindling in the Jaguars' heads. So I mean, I think it'll. I think it'll. It's really gonna be an just, ugly game. Yeah, it's gonna be an <laughs> ugly game. I mean. That's, Obviously, uh, the front office of Jacksonville came out. It was a statement either today or yesterday uh, about obviously his actions are, un- uh, of course, I can't think of the word, but he's responsible for all that, this, that, and the other, and they think that his uh, response was sincere and this, that, and the other. I hate to credit Paul Feinbaum, but he did say earlier Listen, Urban Meyer's done this in the past. He's had a long, successful career, but he's had a lot of apologies. Essentially, like this one, the quicker Jacksonville gets rid of him, the better it is for the fans. It could be. I think he's. I do think he's a great coach. I I don't know if he's cut out for the NFL. I think they should give him at least the season. Maybe see what's going on. I think I think they'll give him the season unless yeah. he just brutally gets beaten up throughout That's the fun. season. I think after the season, you've got to sit down. The front office is sit down. They need to talk to, the, to some of the key players, such as Trevor. Trevor. Then you got to talk to James Robinson too. I think you got to talk to the guys that could be the future of your franchise and ask them, like, do you want Urban Meyer here or not? He, he's listen. He's not an NFL coach. He just isn't. Just like Saban, you can be a great college coach. The NFL is different, though. Moving on here, Broncos at three and one facing all against the one and three Steelers. Ben Roethlisberger has not looked good at all this season. However, I think the Steelers come out with this win in Pittsburgh. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, um, I think that's 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 pretty. Broncos are cut and dry there. Yeah, Broncos had the strength of schedule through three games. And they were three and zero. Oh, was thirty second dead last in the NFL. Um, they they had they're they're not the real deal. Moving on, the Bears today named Justin Fields. They're starting quarterback for the rest of the season. Face off on the road in Vegas against the Raiders. Justin Fields will not get his first career. He did get his first career win last week, actually. Excuse me. He will not get his second career win against the Raiders. The Raiders take this game. Uh, I don't think he gets his second career win at all this season. At all this season. I mean, I think maybe against the Vikings. He'll win a game somewhere. Maybe (laughs) against the 49ers or the Steelers, but... I don't. I don't know. I think Vegas comes out on top pretty easily, easy-handedly on this game, especially yeah. after a loss to the Chargers. Yeah, back back home in Vegas, I like their odds there too. Also, no David Montgomery there for Chicago for the next four or five weeks. That'll hurt their rushing attack. Moving on, only touching on this game because of the big news we heard today: Patriots and Texans. Stephon Gilmore is now a Carolina Panther. After that news today, I. He wasn't. He had not played for them yet this season. He was on the IR. Um, Pats dominate. I, I think the Pats still dominate this game without a doubt. Um, but I think in the long run, Stephon Gilmore will be missed and he will be loved in Carolina. That's for sure. Browns and Chargers facing off in a three and one battle in LA. I like the Chargers to come out on top in this one. I do too. Um, the Browns are. They have a three and one record, but they're relatively quiet this year. They are. They um, haven't. They haven't done a whole lot. Yeah. So I'm not. I'm not very sure what to think of this team at the moment. I'm going to take the Chargers to be safe, just because they haven't. I mean, they've played the Texans, the Bears, and the Vikings, and then they beat the Chiefs in the beginning of the season in a lost. They lost to the Chiefs. It's their only loss of the season. So they've been quiet 
I don't know what to think of them. I'll take the Charger, Chargers. Yeah, Giants-Cowboys like the Cowboys in this one right here. No, no real explanation there. Up next, Niners-Cardinals. That's that's Fox's game of the week. Cardinals, the only undefeated team left in football. I think they stay undefeated against the Niners. I think they do too, unless yeah, 49ers Kyler's, just flip something around. But. Kyler's MVP campaign is, is on fire. It looks like Trey Lance could be starting for the Niners. That'll be interesting to watch out there, see how he does. And then the nightcap, Bills and Chiefs. I think the Chiefs take that one. Yeah, I think... We talked about this last time. The Chiefs are they're going to flip a switch eventually. Yeah. I have a hard time believing that they're going to lose a, a game like this to the Bills. I think they flip that switch now and the Chiefs take it. I think so too. I think this is their game to remind them that they are to remind everyone that they are the best team in the AFC without a doubt. With the best quarterback in the league. Yeah, this is this is the team to do it against cuz Josh Allen and the Bills are getting a lot of love right now. But we'll Bills be back Mafia. with you. Yeah, we'll be back with you on Monday night. At 6 p.m. For Cody Blazak, I'm David Smith. This is Hot Takes.